Off the Record, the weekly KOTO public affairs show that offers you, the listener, an opportunity to hear in-depth conversations on community topics and issues that matter. As always, you are encouraged to join the conversation by calling 728-4333. Now here's your host. Good evening, KOTO listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Off the Record on KOTO. This is Julia Caulfield. I am your host for the evening, joined in studio with a very special guest. I am joined by Scott Robson, who is the new town manager for Telluride. Thanks for being here. Hi, Julia. Thanks for having me. What a privilege. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into it this evening, have some questions for you. We're going to be playing some of your favorite music, give people a chance to get to know you a little bit more. As a reminder to our listeners, this is a call-in show, so if you have any questions or advice on, you know, how to be the very best town manager, <laughs> give us I'm a call. I'm open. <laughs> 970-728-4333. Um, we do have some music, and I actually want to get into... You picked some good songs to Thank play you. this evening. Um, so I want to get into those, but first, let's just start with a little bit of who are you? Why are you here? Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Colorado kid, uh, born and raised uh, in foothills outside of Boulder, and uh, really just had this um, really fun career um, of uh, public service in, in Colorado. Um, towns, counties, I was with the National Park Service uh, for a while, based out of uh, Denver Service Center, doing design and planning. Um, so it's just been a really uh, fun career from uh mountain towns to a big city and uh, you know at the point in my career where I can uh, be a little bit picky where I want to live and where um, my wife uh, Vicki wants to live and uh, Telluride has been on my radar since I was a little kid. I've been coming here since uh, uh, my parents were taking us down here in the uh, late 70s to date myself a little bit and uh, started road tripping when I was in high school and college and uh, sleeping in garages up here and skiing uh, as much as we could ski. And uh, Telluride's been on the short list for a long time. So uh, when I had a chance to come here, I came here. Do you remember um, your, either your first or one of your very first memories of being in Telluride from when you were a kid? Yeah, I do, absolutely. It was a little bit uh, of a of a uh, not scary, but just uh, a memorable moment up below Bridal Veil Falls of my parents and their their friends, uh, n- none of whom should have been operating four-wheel drive vehicles, but all were. And uh, yeah, kind of spinning out and right on the, you know, one of the steep switchbacks there be- below Bridal Veil and um, standing on the sidelines watching it all go down and just feeling like, wow, we are we're out there. We're somewhere, but we're, we're out there. And uh, it was a really fun adventure. We camped and, and hiked and did all the things. Uh, but, you know, it was a very different place in the, uh, in the late 70s. Yeah. We still have those moments with people who very much should not be driving four-wheel drive, <laughs> exactly. driving up that road. Um, yeah. But we, uh, you know, uh, my, my uh, two good buddies and I, who I grew up with, uh, would come up here and, and camp in Town Park. Uh, when we were, you know, 17, 18 years old, um, fish, hike, uh, we brought our old school mountain bikes up here and uh, just messed around in the San Juans 
uh, when I was uh, a teenager. And so we, we continued that on when I was in college uh, in Boulder. Uh, we'd come up here with uh, some some uh, good crews and, and ski and then got into, you know, back in the early Telemark days, uh, getting, getting up on Red Mountain Pass and just really uh, adventuring, in, at least in our world. So that, that was good adventure back then. And But, you know, it, it definitely seared some really special memories uh, uh, in, in my world. And uh, so as, uh, you know, grew a family and uh, got to do some things professionally that I want to do, um, again, this uh, the job and the place uh, came back onto my radar and uh, decided to make the, the move. Um, yeah, we've been spending the last few years in, in Vail. Uh, I've been the town manager there for uh, almost three years and uh, just really felt like this was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. So uh, lucky to lucky to be here and very thankful to the Telluride uh, Town Council for, for having me, looking looking to make this place our home. Yeah. Do you, you ski or <clears throat> snowboard? I ski. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, going back to the mid 90s i guess uh just i telemarked for i don't know 23 years uh without putting on any alpines and then you know the technology comes around and the knee doesn't feel as good as it used to and uh start doing some other things and uh so i, I kind of mix it up but yeah i'm on skis nice um so you've been here you've been to telluride in both summer and winter so this is a maybe a controversial question <laughs> Which one's better, in your opinion? Uh, boy, that is that is tough for everybody. But uh, I'm a skier at heart, and uh, so winter's always my first love. Yeah, absolutely. That was probably a good answer oh, for good. most of the good. <laughs> I personally would disagree, but I think that most people would be happy with that. It's decision. a little more diverse. A little more yeah. diverse. I love to fly fish. I love to climb, uh, mountaineer, um, all the things. Um, but. Uh, but skiing is my first love, and it's it's probably it's probably driven me towards too many uh, professional choices in my life. But that's all right. It's uh, I'm I'm here, and I'm I'm here right now. Yeah, I think most people got here based off of those decisions Absolutely. for their professional life. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, we um, I asked you to send over some songs that are maybe like your desert island songs. Oh of, my gosh! If you could only listen to six for the rest of your life, yeah, these are them how did you go about like because sick that's not that's a hard task that i gave you how did you kind of go about thinking about those it was the hardest task julia it was uh it was one of the hardest things i've had to do in a while because i love music i mean we all love music but um yeah i just i, I started with some artists in, in in my head that have just been a little bit of the 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 uh, soundtrack to my life uh either for a long time or even just a last few years so i tried to mix it up a little bit make it an interesting set list and uh i started with artists and then i had to think really hard about what what the tune was uh but that's how i went out it nice we're gonna start with one from a tribe called quest oh good how did you what what is this song where does this song put you into your life what you're thinking about why'd you choose this one uh i think uh um this is probably a 96 album, uh, somewhere in that ballpark. And so that, that would have put me in Boulder, Colorado, uh, or at least right after Boulder, I moved up to Grand County and lived in Winter Park and was, uh, I was a land use planner for, for Grand County. I was a young guy uh, working in a ski shop as well. And this was uh, just in the back of the ski shop as we were tuning skis. Um, the lyrics are amazing. Um, you know, they're, they're lyrically 
you know, set the set the bar in, in the world of hip hop, I think. Um, and uh, Tribe has just uh, always been there for a long, long time. So, and this is the song I like. Perfect. All right, here we go. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back in just roughly three minutes and 35 seconds <laughs> with more Scott Robson. Thanks for listening. So jump back inside your shell Let your million dollar thoughts propel But next man don't get gel Play your hate that all carries weight that we don't need Be slim with disabilities and thick with possibilities Cause then you can't move with agility Navigating with good visibility We put these tunes out in record shop facilities Let's job to get these constant money activity We try to stay on the scene like Fidel So if you get amnesia these names are still rebels There ain't no plan B's your watch We moving through with plan A Money market doing things the right way You know we gotta get control Over the illest drum roll You know we gotta get control Over the illest drum rolls you know we gotta get control over the Ellis Jones road. Yo, bust it out, section, section, section in the boulevard, section on Merrick, section of whole Jamaica, section on Flushing, section of this.
Very nice. We just got a text from a listener who said, A, that they love that you're the town manager and listen to Tribe. (laughs) (laughs) And also that they fell in love with Tribe Called Quest at CU Boulder as well. Yes, right on. That's my people out there. There you go. That's great. Um, Okay, so I don't want to touch on this, not to be rude, it's maybe the more boring part, but you are the new town manager. So first off, can you lay out, what do you see that role being? What is the purpose of a town manager as, as you see it? Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny how how few people actually, when they hear that term, uh, everyone knows what a mayor does or uh, generally is. Uh, Town manager or city manager is a little more uh, obtuse, but uh, yeah, you know, I see I see the role personally as as one that uh, first and foremost just oversees your town administration, all your departments, um, ultimately managing the budget making sure operationally, you know, that the, uh, the streets are getting plowed, that the uh, marshals are out there doing their, their thing well, uh, planning, uh, zoning, you know, just all the basic kind of infrastructure of town is running really well and at a world-class level as, as Telluride deserves. Um, so that's, that's my first uh, charge every day, I feel like. Um, you know, uh, additionally, the town manager is there to execute upon the the policy that uh, town council, uh, you know, has moved forward. They're the elected officials. Um, it, it's their their vision, if you will, based on the electorate of uh, what they want to see happen in this town. And so it's my job to help lead all of the departments in executing that vision. Um, so it's not my vision necessarily. It's uh, it's council's vision. Um, but you know, the town manager um, can can really be that advisor, um, you know, both kind of politically and strategically. And uh, I look forward to playing that role as, as council um, wants it or needs it. Um, and the same with, with staff, just making sure, you know, uh, in, a, in a world-class uh, mountain community like Telluride that we are executing uh, to the highest of our ability and that we're bringing on the best staff absolutely possible and that we're supporting this community. At the end of the day, I work for the community, and uh, that's what's really fun about being in public service. You you know you can really affect change in a positive way. That's that's why I've been in local government for a long time at this point. Yeah, you know you kind of on a personal level, right? Because at the minute you're the new kid on the block for for town, yeah. but your position stays as councils will come and go. New people will be elected every so often. And mm-hmm. um, so, you know, you say that it's not your vision necessarily. Maybe you agree with it. Maybe you don't. But, you know, what is that like to be kind of one of the institutional people in that government kind of leading the ship as other folks are coming in and bringing their ideas and kind of being that maybe steady course, but maybe it's not necessarily what you would go for. No, you're you're right on. You you really are in a role where you 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 should and, and can be playing that that uh, um, captain of the ship to some degree to keep a steady course, regardless of who's coming in and out from an elected official standpoint. You know, there's elections that happen every couple years, and and um, uh, times change, policies change. Um, but again, first and foremost, regardless of policy, you should be running a really tight ship as far as the town goes, really um, providing for your community, both services, um, you know, being 
being reflective of what what your community needs. That should be the, the steady ship, regardless of who's coming and going for for electeds. Um, so you have to be, um, you know, kind of keep the uh, keep the stern in the right direction, but also be flexible. You know, as as times do change, and you have different um, individuals come into office who um, can and should be influential, um, and the needs of the community change you know you got to be flexible and hopefully uh, I'm I'm around long enough to to uh, need to be flexible as things change uh, you know issues like uh, housing were not necessarily uh, on the forefront a, a decade ago things were were a little bit different back then but um, you know those are those are front and center for for a town like Telluride right now yeah um, you have been in the position for just over a week now. That's right. <laughs> you day two, I think it was, was a ten-hour town council meeting. Yeah, which kudos yeah. for making it through that. <laughs> so I mean, how's it going with that meeting? I think it's fair if you say hard. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess luckily, uh, you know, I've I've been in the role of town manager in in Vail the last few years, um, and uh, you know, for, just from a process standpoint and what the hot issues are, they're very very similar. Not, not the same, but they're similar in every mountain town in the West right now. So the issues are not unfamiliar. Um, Ten-hour council meetings are, uh, are long, but they're also not <laughs> unfamiliar, unfortunately. So um, I was just, uh, uh, again, as the new guy, felt lucky to be around the table and listen to those conversations uh, around some really important projects here in town. And um, lucky honestly, to be in a community that has such passion around really key issues. And so it was great to just, uh, again, be around the the table there, listen to the tone, um, and think a lot about how um, I can be a part uh, and also maybe help that community conversation moving forward to, to make sure we're doing really well on, on all fronts from, uh, in, in the case of uh, Voodoo, for example, you know, really honoring um, this historic uh, district we're in, um, and uh, and also making sure we're providing on much needed housing. We we can do both, and the same goes for housing and open space. Uh, you know, we can do both. There are great uh, success stories both here locally and around the country, and I'm going to do my best to uh, you know to bring um, some of that experience and, and insight to the table here to to make sure we have a both a, a, a really friendly and civil conversation around how we get good stuff done. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've mentioned several times that you were the town manager at Vale before here. Yeah. Telluride, we're not competitive. We don't like to compare. But in your opinion, <laughs> why is Telluride better than Vale? <laughs> Boy, that is the most loaded question I've ever <laughs> received. No, uh, you know what? It was, it was time to move up in elevation a little bit. And, um, and they are two very different communities. Uh, I really love them both, but um, we've made a very conscious choice to come here to, to Telluride uh, because of the community, you know, really, um, and let's, you know, let's not kid ourselves, it's about the San Juans as well. I mean, this is geographically uh, maybe the center of the earth, at least for, for a lot of folks, and uh, there's a reason why. So we're just, uh, you know, thrilled to be uh, in this part of the state, having grown up here. And uh, but from a community standpoint, it's uh, it's a very engaged, interesting, eclectic uh, community that, that again I, I've been looking at for a long time. And I love the passion. I love the um, 
you know, the, the innovation that happens around here. Um, and uh, again, really a, a very socially and environmentally conscious community that I want to be a part of. Um, and that goes for, you know, for my wife as well. Vicki, uh, she runs uh, American Institute of Avalanche Research and Education, or ARI, the nonprofit. And uh, she's thrilled to bring that here to Telluride. And like, you know, what a great new home for that national um, nonprofit to be here in Telluride, Colorado. So, you know, it was just the right fit, both professionally and personally. And uh, yeah, just psyched to be here. That's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> um, let's go to, let's do another song. All right. Next up, we have Meet Me in the Woods. Why'd you choose this one? Oh, I mean, it, it, it kind of, um, you know, Lord Huron is uh, not new to the scene, but they're, uh, you know, they've just become a standard bearer of, of this uh, particular sound uh, in North America, I think, and around the world. And uh, I don't know, this, this song just reminds me of... Uh, meeting someone out in the woods and um it's special that's that's um you know it kind of puts me out in the forest and the sound is just big i love it perfect here we go
right. That was Meet Me in the Woods by Lord Huron. That's a nice one. That was a nice one. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I caught the one swear in that word pretty well. I'm proud of myself, so I'm just going to shout myself out. <laughs> if, for those of you who aren't here, which is nobody, it's uh, Julia's fast on the... She's fast on the uh, on the keyboard here. So this is one thing that I remember from when I met you. Um, for the first time, it was in the show bar. You were here interviewing and meeting the community. And one of the things I remember yeah. is you saying that you would love to become a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a dream that you know I have no technical basis whatsoever. So you know I'm 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 willing to come up through the ranks, do what I got to do out there in AAA to get to the big time. But uh, I just love music, like uh, everyone listening to Kodo, no doubt. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to work my way in one of these days. What would your DJ name be? Or what will your DJ name be when you become a DJ? I'm not. I'm not ready to roll that out yet. Okay. Yeah, that's. I'm keeping that behind the curtains until I'm ready. For Do you know what your content. show would be? Like, what music would you play? We're getting a taste of it this evening. But we're getting a taste of it this evening. I, it, yeah, I, I think it, probably what we're listening to tonight is maybe a, a little bit just all over the map to uh, to make a show out of. So I'd probably have to bring a little bit of focus to that. But. Um, Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, I think it could be it could be really fun to do. Uh, I'd love to do some hip hop. Yeah, I mean that'd be that'd be fun. Um, we don't have a lot of that uh, as much as I'd like to hear around here. Sometimes um, it'd be super fun to go, also just go. You know, kind of old school roots. What artists come through this town? Uh, you know, you can build entire set lists off of artists that roll through Telluride, Colorado, for sure. So, I don't know. I'm, that's a, that's no answer whatsoever. I just told you I'm still all over the map. So, we're going to work on it. That, that's fine. You have time. You have time to think <laughs> about it. Um, what kind of music did you listen to growing up? Like, what were your parents listening to that then you were forced to listen to? Because that's oh, how it yeah. works as you're, when you're a kid. Always. Yeah. I still have songs that pop up if I'm coming across some, some uh, oldie stations that I've you know, it's the back of the station wagon song that you just remember sitting back there with your little sister. Uh, definitely John Denver on cassette, you know, Rocky Mountain High was just on repeat, I think, for my dad. Um, he he, and my mom moved out from, uh, they were in Farmtown, Iowa. They moved out here the day after they got married out, out of college in 68 and uh, moved to Front Range in Boulder and uh, John Denver was was definitely their adventure songs of, of the day, um, no doubt. Um, my dad always liked, uh, and mom liked uh, Neil Young, Crosby, Stills, Nash. They listened to some cool stuff. Mamas and Papas, uh, you know that kind of stuff was in the in the background a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I considered myself a big time John Denver fan as a uh, you know elementary school kid oh yeah he was he was right there and then you know there's some cool cool stations popping up on the on the radio um, KBCO in Boulder was was a little bit new I in high school I started even listening to uh, you know the KTCLs like the a little alternative rock uh, but also KGNU as well uh, public radio out of Boulder um, uh, I thought it was pretty cool, but uh, I was a, I was kind of uh, you know a little bit of an, an alt rock kid uh, from um, you know Duran Duran was right up there at the top for sure. I had my I had my phase of Van Halen. I mean everyone did, and you know no judgment. But, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I love a little bit of that dark, um, dark uh, 80s and 90s uh, uh, alt phase for sure. Do you remember what your first concert was? I do. It was, uh, I saw Robert Plant at uh, Red Rocks uh, early, um, late 80s, I suppose that was. Um, yeah, that was that was the first one, at least in, in, in my head. Nice. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's pretty not good a bad one. one. <laughs> I felt good about that. We listened to Led Zeppelin in the back of the school bus every day on my, the long ride home to my little foothill um, house. And so uh, to hear a Robert Plant when you're in high school, holy cow, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about music. You've mentioned skiing and hiking and climbing and yeah. things of the like. Um, what are What are other things that you get up to that make you tick outside of work yeah i mean i'm, I'm definitely a, a kid of the outdoors um that's that's first and foremost I, you know um i hate to be too central on you know on, on the riding and the climbing and fly fishing the things that we all do and we live in mountain towns um but but i definitely you know love international travel um have gotten uh the opportunity to do uh, quite a bit of it over the last number of years um, particularly with with, uh, with my wife is uh, she came from the Alpine world and we've gotten to do a lot of um, just travel uh, particularly in, in Europe but down to Peru and um, just a lot of great adventures w- with friends um, so travel is just always um, on the horizon um, you know if, if we have a chance uh, for sure I've got two kiddos um, both of my boys uh, Jack and Will if you're out there listening how you doing guys um they're out in chicago both kids uh, i've got an 18 and a 20 year old so um you know those guys are the love of my life um and just um love getting out to chicago uh seeing a little bit of music uh, a little bit of jazz out there and going to cubs games and um, just watching those two guys uh, grow up and uh, become young adults in college uh, without a doubt um so that's that's super fun um we uh, again my my uh, wife Vicky and I get to travel around uh, the state a bunch and spend time in other good mountain towns like uh, like Crested Butte in particular. And um, so, yeah, you know, we, we love all the things. Yeah, go Cubs. Go Cubs, right. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the, you know, I, I didn't grow up with a, a baseball team here. Uh, Rockies were not a thing growing up. So, you know, you had to pick and choose wisely back then. I. Was it always the Cubs for you? No, it was the Red Sox. Okay. I'm just going to whisper that. <laughs> I played baseball. I loved, you know, Yastrzemski and some of those old Red Sox guys. Um, and so you had to pick a team when you were in Colorado back then. And uh, that was my team. So I still follow them a bit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's all Colorado sports all the time. Are you a Rockies fan now? Or are you still? Yeah, I'm a Rockies the, fan. You know, first and foremost, go Nuggets. Come on, man. we got a big game coming up tomorrow. Big game. Sports. Yep. <laughs> sports, sports. <laughs> like, I'm going to be out of my depth really fast here. <laughs> um, okay. So we've discussed what you see the role as town manager is. Yeah. We've discussed what things you enjoy to do. What's your least favorite thing about working in local government? Oh, my gosh. That's just, that's a rough question, Julia. Um you know, we'll it's, have silence for the rest yeah, of it <laughs> while well, you think. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I think inevitably you just you find yourself in the middle of, of trying to bridge really, really challenging conversations that in, in particularly in small communities 
can get personal. And so um, you hate to see it in in uh, in, in my role, but um, you know I, I don't I don't love playing that you know kind of mediator role. But that is that is part of the role. And um, you know at, at the end of the day, you're just you're trying to help create positive community. And um, you know there's a little bit of that in every mountain town right now, particularly in this um, not quite. Uh, post-COVID world, a lot of my mountain bike migration going on, a lot of pressures on towns, and and you see, you know, you, you see some cracks um, here and there at the edge of the community from a from a um, communication standpoint, and so those those are some of the more challenging ones to get in the middle of and try to <laughs> kind of broker middle ground. Again, we we touched on a couple of the hot issues, so those are challenging ones for sure. Um, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say, you know, uh, that my world isn't built around some, you know, a lot of late night meetings and <laughs> long, long meetings. I'd rather, you know, I came up professionally doing, uh, you know, trails planning and open space uh, management and being out in the field a lot. So I've definitely, you know, become a, an office bunny, as they say, uh, more so than I used to be. So, you know, long hours in the office and meetings is is a is a grind for sure but you know what you sign up for and uh, and uh and that's just part of the job but uh, at the end of the day i'd love to be outside you know like with a with a shovel <laughs> you know building trail that, that's uh that kind of work i really really loved and you know now i'll volunteer doing that but uh yeah that is a little bit of a grind to the role for sure yeah, you you kind of just touched on it a little bit, and this is another thing I remember you saying um, when you were here in was that February, March yes. to meet the community. Yes, it was. <laughs> Time is a vortex. <laughs> um, talking about you know kind of finding that balance between um, having a tourist economy mm-hmm. that is the reality mm-hmm. of our community, and also especially over the past few years with COVID and and before kind of seeing the the places where that is maybe stretching the community a little bit too thin yeah. and that being something yeah. that you um are interested in kind of working with and kind of discussing of how do we continue to move the community forward mm-hmm. um while also hopefully not making it snap talk about that <laughs> <laughs> i know there's a question there uh, i think it, no the the you know the insight i could provide is again that we're not unique here in Telluride. It has been a really um, surprisingly robust, honestly, uh, time for a lot from an economic standpoint in mountain towns. You know, um, sales taxes uh, off the chart, uh, real estate transfer taxes are off the chart compared to where, um, whether it's Telluride, Vale, Jackson Hole, you know, fill in the blank. Um, but visitation is up. You know, during COVID, the world was saying, get outside, go enjoy the outdoors, um, keep your social distance. And, and people took that to heart and, and loved the excuse to um, go camp more, go hike more, um, all the things that uh, people come to Telluride for. So th- that's brought inherent pressures and in, in the real estate um, push um, during these last few years has added, you know, another layer of, of pressure for sure. And so there's you know, there's there's upsides and there's downsides, and it does create um, some friction between different elements of the community that um, look look through a little bit different filters. But everyone feels it. There's no doubt about that. And um, you know, I think we've um, 
um, as I look at what Telluride's been doing the last uh, couple years, I think has um, come out of it as, you know, as strong as anybody out there. And so I'm, I'm thrilled to be a, a part of helping, you know, keep that momentum up, if you will, but also really looking hard at um, ensuring we're a sustainable destination, you know, that, um, um, you know, that, and that doesn't mean capping um, who gets to come here and what demographic gets to enjoy this place the most. It's just, it's just about really understanding and creating um, policy on, on how you manage visitation in, um, in ways that are, you know, sustainable, at, both at your trailheads, at your restaurants, you know, your business community's got to be staffed up to be able to, <laughs> you know, support the visitation and uh, unlimited visitation certainly no one would argue um, is uh, sustainable so you know i think there's a lot of work we can do at the town council level and the community conversation around um, what do we need to implement both physically and policy and policy wise to uh, ensure that we are a sustainable destination that really supports its locals first and foremost this community is is a real you know a world-class community of the people that live here how do we support that community while at the same time being a world-class destination for people around the world that want to uh, share just a little bit of a, a glimpse of this magical place? You know, I think I think we can do that if if anyone can. It's it's an innovative, eclectic, uh, you know, forward-thinking community like Telluride. Yeah, um, you know, you you've touched on housing a bit, which we know is a huge topic of discussion in this mm-hmm. community. Also you know, labor and labor shortages and the like, based off of being here for one week so far, um, what do you think, or is there an issue that you think people should be talking about more? Like what's getting pushed to the back of the line when really you think it should be further up close? <laughs> yeah, that, um, ooh, that's a challenging one for sure. Um, I, I mean, I will, you know, I think again finding finding that right balance of what has traditionally been called marketing and what the uh, local governments are maybe pivoting towards calling sustainable destination planning I, I i can see that moving more to the to the forefront um again we you know we're right on the precipice here of uh, another big big summer and so um I think how we um, how we talk about that and, and prioritize that um, is going to be an important one. There's cer- certainly some infrastructure pressures on this community from our, you know, a necessary expansion of the wastewater treatment plant. You know, not exciting stuff, but stuff that just has to happen and is going to be, you know, a, a financial nugget for us to to figure out. Um, I know the gondola is you know front and center already. Housing's front and center, and the environment is. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, I think um, wildfire preparedness in, you know, in this, um, you know, uh, globally changing climate, you know, um, is going to be a, a really important conversation for us to continue to have at the regional level. Uh, we don't like to th- think a whole lot about that. But, uh, you know, I was down here last summer during some of the to some of the big fires in the southwest that just you know, ensconce this community, and um, there's going to be more, not less, of that, unfortunately. So, 
you know, I don't want to bring up the, uh, the, the not so fun stuff, but I think wildfire preparedness and, and mitigation is going to be a, a big one moving forward. And, and just, our, you know, what effect we can have on climate change is going to be, uh, no doubt, um, an ever-growing conversation. At least I hope it is. Yeah. 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 So speaking of dry, drought-filled mountains, yeah. let's listen to a song, Misty, which we could love, Misty <laughs> Mornings. Why'd you pick this one? Oh, man. Bob Marley is, uh, you know, uh, a, a standard bearer in, in so many ways. He's a poet and uh, philosopher. And uh, I, there's a line in this uh, song, I think, that goes, uh, don't jump in the water if you can't swim. And uh, that's uh, that's been one I think about a lot through life. And, uh, um, you know, it's just been top of the list and another soundtrack to parts of my life so let's hear it all right here we go
All right. We're trying to think through our next song choices here. What are you thinking? Do you want to go straight into another song, or should we chat a little bit more? Ask hard questions. Let's let's give the people one more song. Okay. Let's go one more. Okay. This one, if I'm honest, was maybe a little... I, I, this one felt a little bit like a... Um, more of an out there pick on yeah. the rest of the outlier yeah 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 this at billy eilish why'd you put her on the list i'm a fan so i'm so i support it well good i mean i just think she is such and her brother are just such a talent um i mean they're the i think they're the the next sound out there if you will and i think this particular song lyrically is just amazing um yeah, she just can't be ignored, and I can't stop listening to this song. And it's a little bit dark and kind of cool, and um, I threw it in there. Mix it up a little bit. Perfect. All right. All right. Coda listeners, we are going to go straight into Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, and we'll be back in a, in a couple minutes with some more chat. Thanks for tuning in to Off the Record. dream I got everything I wanted not what you think and if I'm being honest it might have been a nightmare to anyone who might care thought I could fly so I stepped off the golden Thank you. 
That was Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted. As we've obviously been talking about music, um, it is a music place, this place. We have festivals (laughs) coming up this summer, which, you know, not making you go on the record of saying what's best, but what music festival are you most excited about for this summer? You know, um, I'll have to admit, I've never been to uh, Telluride Bluegrass. I've been to uh, Ride Festival uh, and uh, a lot of the other good stuff. Um, Mountain Film, for sure, is just one of, uh, I, I think, the great events uh, in the world, honestly. Um, but never been to, uh, to Bluegrass, so really, really looking forward to that in particular. Nice. Yeah, sorry yeah. to see a ride is kind of um, phasing in a different direction, but uh, those were saw some fun shows there. But yep, looking forward to this summer. I know it's just such a big part of uh, our culture here. Look forward to supporting that however I can, and um, you know, continue to keep it interesting, keep it eclectic, and and fun. Yeah, absolutely yeah, for sure. There's no no shortage of that. It's going to be a lot. In a good way. It's, yeah, summer's yeah. always a lot here Absolutely. in the best way possible. Absolutely. I'm gonna, you're going to see me at all of them. Amazing. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, fully different su- subject, but um, so you worked for national parks. Yes. Some. I did. Um, what is your favorite national park and why? Mm, you know, <clears throat> I, I certainly, um, I got to work on some really interesting parks. Um, we would build small teams of different um, skill sets from historians to um, architects and everyone in between. And so I got to work on uh, everything from Abraham Lincoln's home to Saguaro National Park, um, John Day fossil beds out in eastern Oregon, um, Chatt- Chattanooga and Chickamauga National Battlefield, some really like all over the map. Just like my music, <laughs> but um, but I I probably spent the most time out in the Presidio in Golden Gate National Recreation Area, and so uh, San Francisco and just that the Presidio and the history there, its uh, geographic location right at the, you know at the foot of the Golden Gate Bridge and um, on the on the Pacific it was just a special place I get to do a lot of fun work at so that'll be my my uh, my go to. What was your, in those small teams doing different bits, what was your role? What were you specifically doing? Yeah, so um, every national park um, is required by federal law to have a 20-year general management plan. And I was the guy that kind of pulled all the um, specialists together and um, and kind of led the, the drafting and the public process and ultimately kind of the, um, the creation of that 20-year vision for that particular park from... You know, we're going to need some new um, visitor centers and some new trails, and we've got to improve um, our outreach to X, Y, Z. Um, that would be kind of my job to pull all the players together. So, in retrospect, that's that's a little bit of what I do now. I was going to say <laughs> you town managed that visit visioning process. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, and that uh, that's been a little a little time ago. But um, yeah, my my career has just been incredibly uh, fun, and uh, I've gotten to do more or less exactly what I wanted to do over the years, um, but it's always put me in the in the public realm. I spend a little bit of time in the nonprofit realm as well, but always working on um, just interesting places and projects. And uh, in Colorado, you know, every one of those jobs that I mentioned, everyone has been in the state of Colorado from local government to national parks and even the Colorado Mountain Club. 
um, that I got to serve as uh, director of for a number of years here. And um, yeah, I've had, been a, a Colorado kid uh, from the start, and it's just uh, it's been such a fun career. And looking forward to this next chapter in Telluride. Hopefully, yeah. it's a long one. Being you know outdoors, and that's been a lot of your work. Obviously, like we all go and do things in the outdoors just because we enjoy it, we find fun in it. But what do you think we can learn? about being humans by spending time in nature oh my <laughs> you're getting like walt whitman on us um maybe a little you know it uh, i think every human um you know this is going back to um, kind of edward abbey language but you know every human needs um to to find a way to reconnect with wilderness and uh and whether you know for some people that's that's coming and camping in town park telluride and pulling out the you know the, the fly rod and listening to some music for a weekend that's the, that's their wilderness others it's you know it, it's doing 10 days um in the san juan somewhere um out in the middle of nowhere um but um, just getting out together connecting socially um, with other humans in the wilderness i think is the ultimate kind of experience where you can connect with the world and connect with one another and um Again, that's that's why Telluride is what it is because we're kind of a, a center of um, humans' ability to do that. Yeah, looks like we have a call, so we're gonna bring this person up. Ooh, maybe. Oh no, we'll try one more Hi, you're live on Kodo. Nope. Oh. All right. I was trying to like put them on hold so you could finish that thought. But if you just called, give us a call again. We will answer more speedily this time. Um, there we go. Hi, you're live on Kodo. Hi, can I put something on the lost and found? Yes, you can put something on the lost and found. Um, on that note, okay, we're going to go into one song quickly and then and then we'll get that item, okay? I'm happy Thanks, to take it. Great. All right. We'll take it straight to town hall. <laughs> Perfect. All right, one moment. All right, we're going to go into some Neil Young. Why'd you pick this song? Real quick. I, first and foremost, I hope Neil's listening out there. Um, uh, you know, Neil Young, uh, again, someone that probably my dad introduced me to, but uh, he's just such a great, great spirit out there. He, um, he, he's been an innovator. Um, he's, got, uh, he's got that voice. He's got that sound, and uh, I love the fact that he spends uh, a lot of his time here in uh, San Miguel County. All right, here we go. Love, love. 
cost Give me things that don't get lost Like a coin that won't get tossed Rolling home to you Good song. That's a great song. Good choice. We didn't fully get to listen because we had some lost and founds. We did. Running in on phone and on foot. Playing, so. playing your community role here. Exactly. We like to think so. Um, you are tuned into KOTO Telluride. We are running over by a little bit, but I don't think we have a DJ at seven, so we're okay. Um, but I will, I'll let you go before too long because you have other places to be and things to do. Um, so I'm going to ask... My most important questions. Number one. Yes. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? I, probably just, you know, to be invisible. I mean, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? What would you do with those powers? <laughs> well, because I say that because I feel like I have heard that typically people when they, because it's flight and invisibility, right? Or like mm. the two go-tos. Yes, yes. And people who want to fly want to do good with that. And people who want to be invisible want to like sneak into place. They want to, you know, maybe not use the power for good. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, gosh, I didn't even think of that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it'd just be so uh, interesting to cruise through life and uh, kind of listen in on humanity without... Uh, stepping in their way nice that's a good one <laughs> um on the flip side of that what is your superpower what is my superpower oh my gosh 
um, I think I can talk to animals and that they understand me when I'm talking to them. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I speak with I speak with animals and fish. I mean, fish are animals. Are we saying they're not? Uh, no, you're right. They, I, yes, technically they are. <laughs> when you're when you're out fly fishing, you got to be able to talk to the fish a little bit, talk them into what you're throwing throwing out there, and um, yeah. So at least I think I've got a superpower there. Do you think that by not being fully sure that fish are animals, <laughs> do you think that comes from being um, someone who fishes and not wanting to recognize the full um, animalness of something that you're going to be killing? Oh well, let's be uh, let's be upfront here. I've never killed a fish, at least that I know of. I'm I'm a I'm a catch and release guy okay. since I was a little kid. Never kept a fish in my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe they just need to be furry in my, in my mind to be animals. Yeah. That makes me sound crazy. I know, but <laughs> I think that's a great note to leave it on. <laughs> Let's leave it on that. Jay. This evening, unless is there anything else before we take off on your, you know, this is your debut show on Kodo before you become a DJ. Um, any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our listeners? I am just so psyched to be here. That I mean, bottom line, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a week in or, or a little bit more and just can't believe that I'm, I'm waking up in this box canyon where um, I've been hoping to get to for a long time. And it's going to be a, a crazy, uh, crazy world to, to work within and be a part of, but I can't wait. I can't wait. This is an amazing community and uh, couldn't be more excited to get going. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to leave this evening with your final song. Feels very fitting. Um, Koto listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Off the Record on KOTO Telluride. We'll be back next week um, with more Off the Record. We're going to be back tomorrow with more news. So thank you so much for tuning in. Scott, final note for you. Why did you choose this song as your final song for the evening? It's uh, it's got some great memories of seeing uh, seeing the dead uh, live a, a few times, uh, not as many as I would have liked, but uh, some great memories of this song in the crowd, bouncing around, and uh, they have such a special history here in Telluride. I, I could not put them on my list. All right, thank you everyone for tuning in to KOTO Telluride. Thank you.
the record opinions expressed on this show are those of our guests join us again next week for another installment and in the meantime drop us a line at news at koto.org with feedback and ideas off the